Welcome to another episode of the Chit Chat in the Quarter podcast with your host, Irora Agbar. Before we dive into today's content, let me use this opportunity to wish you all a happy new year and thank you for spending this time with me. It's always a pleasure for me to serve you in this capacity. A new year usually brings new opportunities for a lot of people. It almost feels like a reset button. We get to plan the year ahead. We get to also look at what goals and objectives we want to achieve in the coming year. But 2021 feels very different to most New Year's, from my experience anyway. I'm not sure about you. Although the calendar has turned over, things are actually getting worse. Here in the UK, we've identified a mutated strain of the virus. There is a third wave and we're currently in the third lockdown. We're also seeing the virus being mutated in different parts of the world as well. So it doesn't look like we are going back to what used to be our previous normal. There is a shift to what normal will be like into the foreseeable future. We are still expected to lead ourselves. We are still expected to lead our families, our children, for those who are in that position. We are still expected to lead our businesses and the teams that we work with. But how then do we continue to lead effectively when there is so much uncertainty around us. My advice and my encouragement to you, because this is what I intend to do and how I intend to carry on my leadership in 2021, is to lead with optimism. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we should all be Emmett from Lego Movie and go around singing, everything is awesome, everything is cool when we walk as a team and ignore the fact everything around us is falling apart, literally. But I am talking about being optimistic. I'm talking about not ignoring the challenges that we have to face, that we must face and overcome, but looking forward with enthusiasm and excitement in spite of these challenges, having a mindset that we will and that we must succeed, regardless of what this year throws at us. A good case study for our consideration is about Daniel and a few of his friends. These were Hebrew boys who were taken captive by the Babylonians. And this happened about 605 or 606 BC. Now historians have it that these boys were young, were very good looking, very intelligent and were from an aristocratic or royal family. They became captives to the Babylonians and had to be taken away from their people from their homeland, from their way of life, from their customs, from their traditions to a foreign land. Historians also have it that whilst these boys were in Babylon, they did not, they never ignored the reality of their current situation. They had to negotiate and navigate the challenges that were right in front of them. However, they remained hopeful and optimistic that one day there will be liberation. One day there will be freedom. So how do we know this? Daniel and his friends served their captors with all diligence and so much love. They served them so well that they kept getting promoted to high office even in a foreign land. They faced the brutal facts that they were now subject to a foreign king and had to serve. They also remained very hopeful and optimistic that one day their God will deliver them. They kept praying and fasting and petitioning their God. That is looking forward with enthusiasm and optimism, never giving up hope. And Daniel in question, we know, served over the period of 70 years and served about four kings, two Babylonians and two Medes and Persian kings. So he was there as a captive for a very long time. 
This principle of facing the brutal facts while looking ahead with optimism is what Jim Collins has coined the Stockdale Paradox. He coined this from a conversation with Admiral Jim Stockdale, who was a prisoner of war in Vietnam for about eight years. Admiral Stockdale noted to Jim Collins that those soldiers, POWs, who made it out of the camp alive were those who never ignored the reality of their situation but always looked forward with enthusiasm. Daniel and his friends did exactly that so many years ago and you and I in our present and current context have to not ignore the fact that we are facing a third wave of the coronavirus not ignore the fact that there is a mutation not ignore the fact that a lot of our plans are probably out of the window not ignore the fact that economies are being shaken by this not ignore the fact that there is a health and social crisis as a result of the pandemic not ignore the fact that just the uncertainty brings a lot of challenges our way and takes away really our comfort however we should still remain optimistic and hopeful that in the midst of what appears to be very dire in the midst of what appears to be very challenging there can and there will still be opportunities for our families to thrive for our children to thrive for our relationships our businesses our teams for our community to adapt and find new ways to thrive and seize whatever opportunity this challenging year throws or presents to us so how do we achieve this the first thing that we must do is face the brutal facts. Just because we sweep dirt under the carpet doesn't mean that dirt has gone away. Picture this with me. You're at home in your front room and there's mess all over the place. And all you've done is gather all the mess and put them behind the couch, <laughs> which most of us do, especially when we've got a guest at the front door, an unexpected guest, the guest that did not give us 24 hours notice. We sweep all of the children's toys, all of the mess behind the chair, or we stuff them into one wardrobe. Now, just because it's out of sight doesn't mean it doesn't exist. What you and I cannot afford to do in 2021 is not face the brutal facts. We must address the brutal facts head on. Do not bury your head in the sand. Do not pretend that it doesn't exist because it does exist. It is happening and you and I must face up to it. That's what we're called to do as leaders. We cannot avoid the obvious because everyone else knows. Everyone in our family, in our team, in the society we're in, everyone knows the obvious and we do not want to be the leaders who are not situationally aware of what's around us. So let's decide today that you and I are going to face the brutal facts, whatever that looks like in our particular context. The second thing we must never do is lose hope. As we saw with Daniel and his friends, whilst they acknowledged the challenges that were in front of them, and remember, they served for over 70 years as captives. They remained hopeful that one day they will be liberated. One day there will be freedom. One day there will be redemption. We also must remain hopeful that one day the virus will go away. And if it doesn't, we would have so adapted and found new ways, new possibilities, new opportunities to do life even better than it was before the virus. We never lose hope because when hope is lost, there is really nothing to, more to live for. The third thing that we must do is very similar to the first and the second thing, but only this time it relates to our teams. We must always inspire hope 
in our teams, encouraging them just as we are modeling facing the brutal facts. We should encourage our teams to see the reality of the situation that we're in. Encourage them to see that some things that we had hoped for and we had planned for, maybe our five-year plan, maybe our 10-year plan might not happen in that time scale. Maybe some things have been accelerated because now we just have to do it. We have to adapt and we have to pivot, which seems to be the buzzword now. Everyone is pivoting. So we must encourage our teams to see the reality of the situation around us, but we must also inspire hope. We have to keep repeating the message, even though sometimes we might sound like a broken record, but we can never give up our position as being chief encouragers. We must remind our teams, remind our families, encourage ourselves why we are in it. Remember, we must go back to our why. Why are we doing this? This is going to be a long haul. It's going to be a marathon and not a sprint. So we must encourage our our teams. We must encourage them to see the possibilities we must also encourage them to see the reality because it's in seeing the reality of the situation that we can then collectively uncover the possibilities that lie in what seems a chaotic situation. So just to run over the three points or the three things that we must do, the first thing is you and I as individuals must face the brutal facts. The second thing is we must never ever give up hope. We always remain hopeful. And the third thing is encourage our teams and those around us to acknowledge the facts and also remain optimistic whilst we figure out together a new way of doing things. As you go into 2021, if you as a leader or as a family man or woman or a young person haven't got any strong or real relationships, my encouragement to you is to build solid relationships in 2021 because none of us was created to go solo. None of us was created to be an island. We have been created and designed to be in community. That is in our DNA. That is at the core of who we are to be relational. And in this year and years to come, we will need strong relationships, people who we can speak to, people who we can be vulnerable with, people who we can keep it 100% real with because these people would be chief encouragers to us even as we then go out to encourage others. Remember, you cannot give what you do not have and sometimes you and I get down. Sometimes you and I get overwhelmed. Sometimes you and I could lose hope but it is in those moments that our close associations, it's in those moments that our close relationships pull alongside us, encourage us, inspire us and give us fresh ideas and a burst of life that we can then carry on, not just for ourselves, but to go out to our teams. I hope that this episode has been useful to you. Let me encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, like it, and share with your friends and your family. Until next episode, we've been chit-chatting in a quarter.